0: Welcome to the Long and Short of the Week Ahead, a production of Urizen SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Urizen SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. It's great to have you here with us again. Thank you very much, mate. It's great to be here. So it's that time of week where we get together to, to have a little look into the week ahead and uh, perhaps uncover a few areas of interest that uh, that you're going to be looking at with a lot of focus around the UK, at the very least, within our home market and against what on paper appears to be perhaps rather a dire outlook. Are there any positives that you see or at least less negatives, perhaps?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Matt. Following on from this week's historic Bank of England meeting, which resulted in a 75 basis, point rate hike from the Bank of England to 3%. Markets will be very attentive this week to the GDP data for September at the end of next week. Now, as you say, there's a lot of dire forecasts, notably the GDP predictions from the Bank of England. But the bank's projections highlighted expectations of this protracted recession uh, Mm -hmm. in the UK Mm -hmm. from the current quarter through to the start of 2024. At the same time, inflation is forecast to peak around 11% 11% this quarter, and then fall sharply through 2023, likely in the second half of the next year, to just 0.8% of the forecast horizon under the current rate assumption. That's with rates held steady in the modelling at 3%. Conditioned on market rate expectations, inflation falls to 0.0% of the forecast horizon. Now, this is the area of good news, if you will. This has prompted Governor Bailey to emphasise that uh, that the bank's expectation that rates will go up less than is currently priced by the markets. You could call it, in some respects, a dovish hike. Curves have come lower, gilts yields lower at the front end. The bank even stated that further hikes may be required, as you infer some element of positivity among the dire forecasts. In fact, the front end of the yield curve is very flat at the policy rate and and with significant fiscal tightening to come at the autumn statement, the case for higher rates is further diminished despite the current inflation rate. Now, inflation may be the market's predominant concern at the moment, but as inflation corrects, growth or lack thereof will increasingly come to the fore. So another important week for the UK and for Sterling. And then secondly, this week, we come back to the US. This week's FOMC meeting grabbed all the headlines. The statement inferred a tapering of the active policy increment or a downshift to smaller rate hikes going forward as cumulative tightening, policy lags and economic and financial developments rates are closer to the sufficiently restrictive territory that the Fed seeks. Now, Powell's press conference, however, erred more hawkishly towards the extended and if even slower hiking cycle as he re-emphasised the risk of not doing enough still likely outweighs the risk of doing too much on rates. Now, from our perspective, however, the Fed have implicitly shifted to a more data-dependent policy reaction function, even if market sentiment now believes inflation persistence or structurally higher inflation has taken hold, a view that we disagree with, falling inflation will push real rates sharply higher and thus further into restrictive territory. Now, set against a weakening economy and or labour markets, this likely has significant implications for further Fed policy action, and therefore data remains key. CPR on Thursday is critical and the pick of the bunch in next week's action. And then lastly, next week brings the US midterm elections. Holsters are predicting Republicans regain control of both the House and the Senate, leaving President Biden hamstrung in any attempt to further implement the democratic policy agenda. Midterms will be very closely watched across the globe and uh, inference drawn for domestic stimulus and economic guidance, as well as from a global geopolitical perspective. Certainly plenty of action to keep us focused next week.
0: Thank you, Neil. Certainly a lot to be keeping an eye on in the week ahead and uh, I do very much appreciate trying to find at least some areas of positivity there. On the more positive note, in the interim, we have the weekend. So what have you got your eye on?
1: We do indeed, Matt. Thank you. Yeah, there's another full premiership schedule this weekend and one of the last games before the World Cup break, Chelsea versus Arsenal and Spurs versus Liverpool, the pick of the bunch of the weekend. There's no Formula One as the teams travel to Brazil for Next weekend, we do have very excitingly a weekend of international rugby Scotland versus Fiji, Wales against the All Blacks, Ireland, South Africa, France, Australia, and then on Sunday to top it all off, England versus Argentina. I'm very much looking forward to that action. But for me, probably the pick of the bunch the T20 World Cup cricket, the group stage culmination, and as we head into the semi finals and the final next weekend, We're all fascinating and very close stuff. Oh, and of course, it is fireworks night this weekend, although with rain forecast, perhaps finding a well-positioned winter is the order of the weekend.
0: Absolutely. Rugby, cricket and fireworks, a great weekend ahead. I appreciate you taking the time to share your thoughts on the week ahead, and I look forward to catching up with you again next week.
1: It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Matt.
0: Thank you for joining us for the long and short of the week ahead. Further insights are available on our website, UrizenSLJCapital.com. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead. Information data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Urizen SLJ Capital, Horizon Capital or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed to professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives.